Yeah, buddy. We starting now? I guess we're starting now. What's okay. up, everybody? Wait. Corona edition. 19. I don't know. Corona what? Uh, how many episodes are we? Uh, this is episode number 14. Okay, you keep track. Wow. So. It, I don't even feel like, you know when you're like counting reps and you're like, oh, six more. Yeah, I don't even I don't know even, how to count. So. I don't even feel this like tastes like shit. What is this? That's rosé. Dude, fancy people suck for saying that. Because <laughs> you're basic. Yeah, I'm basic. Being very basic Oh right my now. god, I took a sip of that and it hit me like 10 minutes later. It was awful. Um, yeah. What's up, people? Yeah, Florida's Fittest Podcast. My name is Mark. This is Mark. Yeah. It's Florida's Fittest with Mark and Mark. Yeah. Mark and yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark and Mark. And the get fun- the there's no Funky Bunch, though. Can we get that on the shirt, though, and say it's Mark E. Mark and the Funky yeah. Bunch? Y'all the Funky Bunch. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. All, the, all of you, <laughs> all of you yeah. are the but, funky um, bunch. We got some sports topics, and we're, this is like a, another filler podcast, right? True, and this is week number 725 of the coronavirus update. I mean, isn't it day 40? Yeah. Day, technically day 40? Technically, it's day 40. Day 40? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday shout out to my younger brother. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Number 26. Um, I apologize to your liver. <laughs> well, he's not hungover. <laughs> Not really. It sounded a little painful, at least from the recounting. Yeah, he'll he'll live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good news for at least Florida. Most of the beaches are opening up. Sarasota County, they open up on May fourth. You're welcome. It's my birthday. That's why they're opening up. Mm. Not really, but um, yeah. That way you don't have to go down to Charlotte County to go to their shitty beaches. It's a gift from Sarasota. Yeah. And from Mark. It's just, it's a gift from Sarasota so to you and. To everyone else. Sarasota, everybody else. I, I am the gift. Yeah, I think that's really important because... I kind of want that on a shirt, like a picture of your head like, looking up, and it says, I am the gift. Yeah. <laughs> your mom's going to think that's the douchiest no. thing ever. Oh, my, yeah. <laughs> and I won't wear it. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I think it's good that everyone's getting out, and like I, I know for myself, and I'm sure yourself, like... It's getting a little stir crazy. I guess being but inside. I don't think. I don't think. Well, really we haven't really stay. been social. <laughs> we haven't really been social distancing. No. Because. Because, we just don't give a fuck. Nah, it's, it's ridiculous. Honestly, like, there's so many. Ah, uh, here we go again. I, I, I told myself. <laughs> I'm reading an yeah. entire book about this. Yeah, it, it's. Go on. So I said in the beginning when this first started that depression, fear, panic, alcoholism, domestic violence is going to kill more people than this pandemic ever will. Mm -hmm. And so far, I've been correct, even though I've been scolded by family members, by people outside my family Mm -hmm. that are like, no, this thing's real. It's really killing people. I was like, so far, evidence is pointed towards the latter. So um, so I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And yeah. still respecting people's, you know, cautions like, you know, rock, walking grocery stores, I'll keep my six foot distance and whatnot and walk down the one way aisles and wear a mask if I need to. So you'd be respectful. Yeah, I'd be respectful. That, you know, that seems like the logical thing to do. Yeah. But like, I'm not totally, I'm like, I mean, I'm a jerk, but I'm not totally an asshole. Like, like <laughs> no, you don't like have blatant disregard. No, I don't have blatant disregard for people, <laughs> but... You know, at the same time, I, I kind of think this is ridiculous and 
Yeah. So far, I've been correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, like not for nothing. Ah, God. I mean, here's the like big picture, small picture thing for me. It's like more and more and more people want to get coddled. Yeah. Which is very much against what we we talk about all the time. Yeah. So the more people that are coddled, coddled, the more that they want to be told what to do and how to behave in this situation, which is like, yeah, wear your masks. It's dangerous out there. It's. It's, it's yeah. Just, well, it's it's mass fear, and I you know, I I blame media and social media again because it just spreads more and more fear and more people panic and yeah. that's what's killing people like the, the fact that people who have like heart disease and heart problems are not going to the hospital in risk of getting a coronavirus out of fear of getting, yeah, corona, of fear yeah. of getting corona is horrible like go to the hospital if you need to go to the hospital go to the hospital yeah very simple yeah but there's there's a there's a there's a press conference by two doctors out in kern county in california and i guess it's so controversial that YouTube has been taking down that particular video over and over again, or mm -hmm. whatever. I didn't think it was a thing, but it was really—they were really taking it down. Um, it's, it's two doctors and scrubs at the end of a long table. It's Dr. Erickson and Dr. I think Ms. Masley or Mahili, um, and they're talking about how they're immunologists and they work in the hospital, and they're just not seeing the numbers bear out. But beyond that, like. To get away from being confrontational, the idea is like, okay, well, we had, at the very beginning, we're all scared because yeah. we don't know what to do. So let's behave accordingly and get and take the, the most stringent uh, measures possible. But as the numbers come out and as we have a better understanding of these things, especially for those two who are frontline guys, um, they see that, okay, this isn't really bearing out the way that the CDC or the WHO or anybody has assumed it to be. Yeah. And so they treat it as, okay, well, we can ease off some of these restrictions and limitations. And they echo exactly the same things you said and I've said. Yeah. Um, people are getting unhealthy because you're not getting the exposure to the outside that you should be getting from yeah. vitamin D. And um, the un, uh, irreversible damage caused by child abuse, domestic abuse, alcoholism, drug abuse that is coming out of this like stir craziness that we joke about all the time yeah. is, is that, That's something more, that I do take seriously. It's worse. I, I, I've seen it it's and it's, way it's horrible. It, you, yeah. it's, it's almost irreversible, some of the effects that can it's, happen. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like how do we account for that? Yeah. Well, what's the CDC or the WHO or like, you know, I'm not a doctor and I, I can't speak for, you know, those people suffering from that or anything like that. But, sure. you know, May is you know, mental health, uh, mental health month. So nice transition. Yeah. I like transition, it. Right. And um, something that I've been doing because, you know, I, sometimes I get trapped in my own thoughts mm -hmm. and you know, I've dealt with depression. And one of the things that helped me through that was journaling. So I've been, you know, writing down my thoughts. And this is perfect time to do it since we have all this free time. Yeah. Um, so you guys better follow and subscribe yeah. and everything in this podcast. Yeah. Or you're going to make Mark really depressed. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, all uh, jokes aside, yeah. though. But uh, all jokes aside, like just getting your thoughts out on paper and then, you know, later on in life, you can look back and be like, wow, like this is what I was going through. Yeah. Like this actually happened. This is what the, you know. She, you know, like laugh about like, oh, I can't believe this. I took this this seriously or um, like, wow, this is really serious. And like, this is the things we we're going through. And this is things we're suffering. And, like the way the way I see it, like I'm like, I don't like to be told what to do most of the time. Yeah. So like if you're going to tell me to go and stay inside all the time. Yes, I wear a mask, wear a mask, a, lot, like, a certain pattern in the yeah, stores. I'm going to tell you to 
shove it and yeah. I'm gonna do my own thing. Uh, as long as it's not illegal. But it, it's, uh, yeah, like people are meant to be social. We're meant to be social creatures. Like for us to be isolated and like not talk to anybody or not interact with other people is detrimental to our health. And that's why people get depressed. That's why people go to alcohol and all this stuff. And like, mm -hmm. it's not conducive. So uh, all these things, like they add up. And that's why I think there's a decline in health, yeah. but not in uptake in coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? And the numbers are to some degree. Well, here's, I want to touch on the numbers for a second. A lot of people have been using shame because it's part of this outrage culture. And I'm gonna to touch on that a little bit deeper in a second. But like the, the thing is like, obviously as people get exposed to it, like everyone gets exposed. I'm not saying that it's a, it's a one-to-one -one comparison to the flu, but what I'm saying is that just in terms of immunology and disease, if, if a lot of people get exposed to it, a lot of people are going to get it. It's not to say that you read some headline about, uh, what was it, Georgia opens, uh, Georgia opens up the city, or Atlanta opens up the city, or wherever, and yeah, Georgia opened the state. The state, yeah. And then so they gyms, they got like salons a and yeah. So they got like a huge flood of people who got sick. Yes, they will contract it. Yes, they'll test positive for it. It's not to say that people are necessarily going to be um, susceptible to dying or like the the worst parts of this disease. And when people put that out there. I know what you're trying to say. What you're trying to do is you're trying to shame people into, into believing that their choice to open things up now is a bad idea mm -hmm. and that it ultimately, like, you deserve to get sick. You might not say that and you may not overtly but imply people it. think it. But that's what you're meaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But so so I, I, I do try and... I, I know that you shouldn't get hung up or spun around the axle in, like, politics or whatever in Facebook, but I, I do it. Because I feel like so many people that share our perspectives are running and are like are hiding underground because they're just going to get shamed by people yeah. who who, uh, who are going to give them crap because it's the irresponsible thing to do. So what makes the difference between us and them? Then? I think it's just the willingness to be personally accountable. That, so I'm reading this enough, book yeah. by, by Dan Crenshaw, who's a former Navy SEAL. He got famous because Pete Robinson, um, the, the, the comedian who formerly used to date Ariana Grande, um, busted his chops on an episode of SNL once and um, uh, Dan took it graciously and he actually was asked to come on the show and he was able to actually bust um, Pete Robinson's balls a little bit and get him back. Yeah. Um, but the whole notion in his book is that part of fortitude is developing a sense for when you make an independent personally accountable decision and saying that, um, and, and don't get me wrong, like our decisions mm -hmm. to not fully abide by social distancing policies and things may have panned out on the for worse for us like i said this yeah. to i said this to my um my, my daughter's mom she went on the deep end of being very scared and paranoid but she may, she may have been right and i may have been wrong i could be in the hospital right now and that could have been a possibility but that is a responsibility that i have to take on when i make that decision yeah and when you Absolutely. when you abdicate your your responsibility to say government the way that people have been doing, which is a scary thing that a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, I find it very shocking that people are. Isn't it willing, crazy? Willing to give up, like, oh, government says shut down everything, well, uh, take away all my liberties. Like, I can't work. Fine, give me a check. Uh, this is what I have to live off yeah. of. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I I'm just, like. Apparently, yeah. like that. Those in in, in moments of intense point, yeah. crisis, in moments yeah. like this, when people are 
like they don't know how to make a decision. Yeah. They tend to do either one of two things. They become extremely fundamentalist, I believe. So you get that experience or you get yeah. people who are like very extreme on the other end. Well, this is my sheep theory. Like I, I've talked yeah. about this before. Like yeah. I, I've always said society is like 80% sheep and yeah, here we are. And it's, it's not, that's led, not a, led by sheep. I'm like it's, that's not a negative implication no. of people's behavior. It's just that we want security. And if yeah. somebody Me, else could take the yeah. fall or take responsibility for our decisions, we're going to default to that. Well, person. we look for leadership and yeah. like, we want security and comfort and all that stuff. And we're not, we're afraid to almost blaze out on our own. Which trail. is wild because yeah. leaders are people. Yeah. They're just as faulty. Like I was watching this whole thing at the very beginning and I'm like, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they're having to figure this out as we go. And so that, that's, that's, I think, so you ask what separates us from them. And, I, and, and it's not something that's like dead, like concrete. hard set in yeah. concrete. It's something that you can develop and grow into. It's, it's not playing into this outrage culture of shaming one another. And it's being able to say, I'm going to take personal, personal responsibility for my decisions to go out and, 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 and like succeed if yeah. I need be well, under these dire circumstances. It's finding a solution than just settling with the problem. Yeah. Just like being stumped by the problem. It's like, all regardless right. of what directions you go yeah. in, yeah. there's... He's like, if I'm stranded on an island and I only got a pen, a horn, and a dumbbell, I'm gonna figure out how to do something. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. You gotta take that bump dumbbell and take some of that metal and turn it into a knife so you can cut stuff. Yeah. Or I'm just gonna smash fish across the head <laughs> with it. Yeah, brute force it. Yeah. Just do it. One of the two. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, that. I mean, that's, I don't want to belabor at that point too much, but that's that's basically where I, where I think we fundamentally well, stand. We can transition into. A statement that our great governor, uh, DeSantis, said, Governor DeSantis, which you know I voted for him. I think he's you know a great governor. Yeah. But one of the, I, I feel two ways about it. So, um, about what? Gyms not opening. So mm, gyms okay. are still closed. Um, it's which important is like, to us. Yeah, man. which is very important to us because obviously this is Florida Fitness Podcast. Fitness is in the name. Yeah. So can't get fit without. Well, you can. But well, you can. Yeah. It's. Stand, Listen, I'm glad like it's gyms, not. Okay? I'm glad it's not Florida's fattest. Yeah. Although that would be yeah. really easy. Yeah. It'd be. Uh, yeah. By the way, side side note, I was really thinking. I'm really considering doing. You ever heard of a thing called mukbang? No, I don't know. Mukbang is. is like this Korean, like, uh, like social media phenomenon where you basically just eat large amounts of food on camera, and it's like a big deal. Don't they have that? Like, that, yeah. isn't that Nathan's, Nathan's uh, hot dog I mean, they have contest. like this 10,000 calorie challenge, <laughs> yeah. but this is literally like, there's no like contest. It's just, yeah. you just sit there and people just, will just watch you and you'll get sponsored by food companies dude, to eat large Honestly, the internet is a weird place now. I um, like it. Yeah. I might I, do I, it. I, I guess you do, yeah. Well, <laughs> you eat way, like I thought I ate a lot. You eat way more than I well, do. Well, it's like a good post-workout thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it puts you in a food coma. I'm but, down, um, I'm down. But yeah. that's, that's, in the future, different segment for uh, <laughs> Florida's Fittest Podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to work on being Florida's fattest. <laughs> oh, Florida's thickest. <laughs> Florida's thickest, yeah. Anyways, um, but, um, moving on. Yeah, the gyms are not going to be open for at least for a while now. And he wanted to see how other states played it out. And I understand where it's coming from. Like, I, know, I know a couple of people who own gyms in our town. Tanya's like yeah, not it, very happy. Yeah, about Tanya's it. not very happy. Uh, I don't know how Adam's handling it. Adam's just kind of. I think he's he's very lax. He's very yeah, yeah. Well. But Adam definitely wants to abide by the rules because yeah. yeah. 
Um, and they sh obviously That's Tanya, Tanya Papa yeah. of um, Real Fitness Sarasota. Yeah. Awesome yes. CrossFit, probably the preeminent CrossFit gym in, in Sarasota. Yeah. Yeah, and then Adam Michon of uh, GrindFit, which is basically the it's becoming the preeminent powerlifting gym yeah. of Sarasota. Well, it's like the only powerlifting. But gym. it's like. Well, I mean, people tried. Yeah. yeah. There was well, one. Yeah. There was one. There was one. And it went under. Yeah, it's true. They shall not be named. <laughs> but, people uh, know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand their frustration, and I understand where yeah. Governor Sanchez is coming from, because essentially gyms are germ factories. Like, the people who come in there, especially commercial gyms, like, around the clock. Uh, yeah. You know, LA Fitness. Um, yeah. You fit. Uh, what's that other one? Planet Fitness. Like, yeah. People Crunch, don't wipe. Yeah. Four hour. Yeah. 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 You know, people LA. sweat on equipment. They don't wipe it down. They don't to it. Yeah. You know, people come in there sick. They use the sauna. All this stuff. Everything doesn't get washed properly. It's it's a breeding ground. You so worked I, in one of yeah, those. I I yeah. worked in. Yeah. It's horrible. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I've yeah. seen things that I never want to see again. Yeah. But um, it it's. I understand where he's coming from, and I I understand, but I also understand a business owner's frustration when yeah. it comes to trying to reopen. Well, something. especially yeah. when they're when you know yeah. they're good business owners. They're exactly good, like uh, yeah. I mean, Grindfit and RFS are probably two of the most cleanest gyms where I've been to. Yeah, absolutely, hands down. Hands down, regardless of any gym I've ever yeah. been to. Like especially for. Outside of like Metroflex though, yeah. Metroflex in the West is like intentionally like dangerous. Yeah. Like you could cut yourself. And get because, well, because that's that's like that's the style. That's the style. Yeah. And like if you're not a serious athlete, yeah. you, know, you don't belong there. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, mm -hmm. you know. But like, I mean, especially for like a CrossFit gym, like CrossFit gyms are notoriously like dungy, dungeony looking gyms, mm -hmm. and RFS is not like that. So it's uh. Fifty Shades of CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, 50 chance. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I understand both sides, like as a health concerned and a business owner concerned, I understand both of them. Yeah. Um, and the, in terms of equipment, like a lot of people, I have I had friends who are asking like, hey, do you know where you can get like gym equipment? I'm like, uh, if you can't get it online, like you might as well just wait till <laughs> this or, is over because you're not gonna find it, it. Yeah. or build it. Yeah, yeah. which has been and, really cool. Like it's really yeah. cool to see like a lot of the innovation yeah. on, on on social media. Yeah. If you um, don't have gym equipment you and you're looking it. to buy and you're very crafty and you're looking to build your own, check out Christy Irmo's YouTube page. She's literally dropped like five or six videos on how to build how to build equipment like a like a squat rack, squat rack slash bench. Um, parallel bars, pull-up bar from a wall or a ceiling, um, a plyo box, all in her videos, like totally for free, and they cost less than forty bucks. I built a slot. I built two slosh pipes for twenty dollars. Nice. Um, you know, very simple, very you know, minimal material. So you know, if you're look, if you really need to do something, like you're itching to lift something or do something check out those channels um, and there's plenty more. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. like ones from like the past where like people made like kettlebells out of basketballs and stuff yeah. like that. So and that just tells you like the level of innovation that comes out yeah. of moments like this when you kind of get away or get over the, 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 the thought, the, um, the train of thought of like panic. Yeah. 
um, when you innovate. I just heard something from a, a, a webinar last night that said that a lot of America's millionaires were created during the Great Depression. Yes. Because you learn to develop under pressure and adversity. Um, and that's why, like, I think... Which is what, what I've said, like... Well, I think that's what over, sets us apart. <laughs> over, yeah, that's, over what, that's what sets us apart is, like, yeah. you learn to overcome your circumstances and find different ways to go about things. And, and that's just... And I think between that, what we talk about, and uh, what Dan Crenshaw talks about in his book, um, you have to be adaptable. And yeah. that we're humans, like... And I think that's why it, it... You know, just to go back to what we were saying, it is kind of tragic and frightening that people are so quick to give up their rights because oh this is an interesting mm -hmm. thought the the pursuit of happiness was never intended to mean the pursuit of um what is it um, indulgence it was never meant for that it was intended to mean you had the opportunity to chase the ideal lifestyle that you have set in your mind, yeah. including the challenges that come along the way. Mm -hmm. So the, for, the founding fathers never intended to say, we're gonna hook you up with everything you'll ever need. Cause that'd be, that'd just be a nation of spoiled yeah, yeah. yeah, That'd be a nation of spoiled brats. Exactly. Which is kind of where we're at right now. And it makes but, sense that the founding yeah. fathers would say that because they developed or built this country through hard work, and there were many instances. Yeah. Like, if you haven't read Dan Crenshaw's book, it's really good. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna I read it's that. It's really one. Yeah. freaking good. Because I've been reading, because I'm I'm missing the Olympics really bad. Yeah. And like I'm kind of flustered with the whole Olympic thing. So I've been reading um, Gold in the Water. Mm. I forget who it's by. Um, I can pull it up real quick. But um, basically, it's about a group of athletes preparing for the 2000 Olympic Games, and. Um, Sort of I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's it's, a good title. It, well, it's, it's 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 a it was a time where, like I, I told you about the suit technology in swimming, mm. how it was like it changed in 2009. Like I still have a swimsuit, like a bodysuit from 2009. I only wore one time before they got disbanded because it was cheating. Yeah. So it was before you got the whole high tech period of you know the late 2000s or late 2000s. Like yeah, the late 2000s like before all that so um it's really interesting stuff and like the training and my swim coach actually swam under the coach in the book and i can see why the way i can see why he, his coach style was that way because coach dick jokums from santa clara swim club was by all means every bit of the word tyrant when it came to coaching yeah like he controlled everything yeah. and he was an asshole about everything yeah which I thought I had a rough childhood and coaching a coach. and a tough coach with yeah. my dad and Coach Schof. This was nothing compared to what Coach Jokums did. Yeah. So, and like it really showed like you know the drive of some of these athletes. And like you had two different style athletes. One who was very talented and didn't have to had the ta natural talent to pursue the games and was a real contender. And one who had a scrap for everything. Mm. So it took the two tails of two different athletes. It was awesome. So. I'm almost done with it. Like, that's, this called, is, that's called blood, or uh, Gold in the Water? Yeah, Gold in the Water, yeah. I'm going to pull up the author real quick. You know what we should do, and I think we're going to start doing this, is um, we can put together like an Amazon list of the books that we recommend, because we do it all the time. And Yeah, uh, we, share, we share books among friends, and like, because yeah. the people always, at, like, I've, I've been asked multiple times, like, like oh, what, what, do you, what book do you recommend? And like, I, I tell them, like, you know, the books I've read recently, or... The, um, the audible books that I've downloaded and they're like, oh yeah, yeah let, let me check that and I'll send it to them. And, yeah. um, but 
I think like off the top of my head, if I if you guys haven't read any of these books, I, I definitely think you should. I, I think yeah. uh, Atomic Habits, um, Can't Hurt Me, the David Goggins book, but I would I'm download to, I, yeah, I would download the audio version because you get more of the <clears throat> behind the scenes stuff and he does like kind of like a podcast slash narrative about some of the stuff he did, which is crazy because mm -hmm. his, his life was crazy. Like it, it was nuts. Like his, Goggins? his, yeah, Goggins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His his yeah. background is absolutely insane. The Navy SEALs, man, they're crushing yeah. the book game. Not not even, not even the Navy SEALs. Not even the prior. Oh no, he lived prior like a really to Navy rough SEALs, yeah. childhood. Like and um, really rough upbringing. Atomic Habits, Can't Hurt Me, and um, Sapiens, um, the Book of Humankind mm -hmm. by Yovel Herrera, I think. Um, that made me look at humanity in an entirely different way. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I, I would like to hear other people's take on it and what yeah. you guys think, because it, it really opened my eyes to why we're a certain way and like how we choose food. And basically we got domesticated by plants. Um, if you believe yeah, that or it's not. A really crazy theory. Yeah. Really, yeah. really crazy that theory. The wheat plants yeah. actually like tricked us well, into growing them a certain way and being so good. Well, before we started cultivating all these plants, like we didn't have arthritis, no one was gluten intolerant. Gluten mm -hmm. intolerant was not even a thing. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have certain allergies. Mm -hmm. So all these things were brought on by eating plants. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying being anti-plant, because I think- <laughs> Down I, with plants. No, I, I've always believed that Ugh. humans are meant to be omnivores. Life is balanced, so you need the best of both worlds. Like You can't get all the nutrition from meat. You can't get all your nutrition from just plants. Mm -hmm. You have to have both. There's a reason why our biology is made that way. Like, this is the reason why we have canines. This is the reason why we have molars. Like, there's certain things in our body that allow us to do things. Yeah. We're obligate omnivores, I believe. Yeah, we're omnivores. Yeah. And then if you disagree otherwise, then yeah. you well, need that's to go a, back to that's biology. a deep, dark hole. That <laughs> deep, dark hole that I'm not going to go into. Yeah. Um, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tussle with you online. Yeah. Um, but uh, that being said, I think it would actually... What do you think of this? I think it would be really beneficial for us to kind of do maybe a different segment mm -hmm. where we do a book review yeah. and we could put it on. We need, we're, we're in the process of putting things together. We have Instagram page, we have Instagram, but we definitely could do a Facebook page Yeah. and we can do the website where we can just collect all of this stuff and we'll put, let's say we'll do like a quick, we'll do like a video review yeah. of those books, give our perspectives on those books. Um, and uh, a quick little synopsis on each of those books so you can dig into them. And what we can do is also we can get, we can set up affiliate links to those books if you want to throw some money away or at least help us with the show because we do this completely yeah. just like because we yeah. love freaking <laughs> yeah, doing this. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, we both love fitness and strength sports and we do it basically for you guys, you know, to hear our take on perspectives on certain topics. Yeah. And, you know, we, I mean, we're just two guys who like to shoot the shit and yeah, it just so happens that we got like ways, all yeah. the stuff to do it. And yeah, like, exactly. It's literally a labor of love and I'm just talking like I've invested a lot of money into it because I want like the best for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, we've, we've made some fumbles along the way and we're working to develop the space. Like for example, make this like a lot more cohesive and pretty for you guys. Yeah. So, my first podcast was horrendous, but it's a start. <laughs> it's a start. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. So. And then that's just the, um, that's the thing that's like, that's, that's, I would imagine that that's kind of what we would want you all to see is the journey 
and that as long as you're willing to actually go through the journey, you can develop your own thing as well. Exactly. So yeah, I think it would be probably beneficial for people to, to check out like a list of the books that we read yeah. and all that stuff. So a list of the books, speaking of books, um, Goals in the Water by P.H. Mullen. It's the true story of ordinary men and their extraordinary dream of Olympic glory. Uh, 2000 Olympic Games is basically what it's centered around, so a lot of things happened. That's um, P P H, -H as it sounds, and then M U L L E N. But yeah, um, we can build out like a like a website with the links to those books, and once again, like affiliate links to Amazon. So you can throw a few bucks away. Like it's it's not any more money for you guys. Um, and anything that you purchase off of that link, like for example, you click on that link and then you buy maybe like some toilet paper or some paper towels <laughs> or some hand, or some sanitizer, we actually get a little bit of money back for, for you visiting Amazon at that time with our link. So yeah. that would really help us a ton and uh, yeah, keep the show cool. going because like we want to do some bigger things. We want to talk to some people and if you want, if you have any feedback on who you want us to talk to because you're curious, by all means reach out to us. We're reaching out to the community of people that we know in the fitness world and we're talking to them for you, getting yeah. their perspectives and um, yeah. And like your experiences, like I always wanted to share people's athletic stories because I felt like my athletic story was extraordinary and I know people's are different, like everyone has a different background, like yours is, you got into sports very differently than the way yeah, I did. Absolutely. And everyone else got into sports way differently than everyone else did. So everyone has a unique sports story and I want to share that with everyone. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, let, you know, let it be known because like, you know, why not? Yeah. And I think over, besides just sports and fitness, it also is a great way for people to kind of develop a sense for, for a community, overcoming, overcoming, well, developing the community yeah. because in the community we, we can share in each other's challenges and, and develop a sense for overcoming adversity. Yes. And that's really the biggest thing is like for me, the biggest lesson in all of us is being able to um, overcome what seeming adversities I was experiencing in my life, and we all have those, especially in these times. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll go and do something for you guys so you can check out some resources, maybe even some like, um, maybe bands and some of the equipment that we use and the stuff that we like. Um, even, the, even the media equipment that I use as well to produce the stuff, because it would be cool. I would absolutely love if we can continue this conversation yeah. with other people if you have the itch to create something like this. Speaking yeah. of gym equipment, so gym equipment sales have been up, as most of you guys know. Um, yep. Can't buy anything. Can't anywhere. buy anything. Uh, it's either that or they're more Screw like super expensive. And like, even if you go on like Facebook market, things are marked up super high. Like it's bad. a bench yeah. and a cheap barbell that they bought at Walmart is $400. You're gouging people. Which, yeah, which is ridiculous. I, that I, yeah, that's, <laughs> people who are doing that, shame on you. Like you were probably the scum of the earth. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, but um, revenue is down with gym sales, like um, Alpha. Well, alpha equipment outfitters. Yeah, yeah, equipment like, outfitters. Their, like, their revenue is actually down yeah. in spite of like the more sales from uh, consumers. Yeah. So, like, obviously, to private gyms, like, uh, or like to people, sales are up, but they make most of their money through commercial commercialized yeah. gyms. So if they're not selling to commercialized gyms, their revenue is not going to be what it was. It's like box gyms. Yeah. Like box gyms, uh, like global bigger, gyms. Like global yeah. global yeah. gyms. They're not nearly, they're not getting nearly the same amount of money. Yeah, that they they're closed. Would. Yeah. So 
But um, yeah, it's uh, it's a yeah. real shame. Um, the so only one that's not griping is Rogue because Rogue is like hiring. <laughs> yeah, Rogue is hiring. So if you are really like strapping down for a job, and don't mind moving to Ohio, yeah. um, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't dope. know if it'd be worth it. I mean, yeah. Unless you're in the state of Ohio already. Yeah. I mean, and if, I, and I, like I love Rogue, but I don't love them that much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love their equipment. Um, yeah, I do too. They build some really good stuff. Yeah. It's a little pricey, but yeah. if you catch them on a good sale, good sale, yeah. they, you will get hooked. Which is, I, I feel like, with anything like a good sale, like you'll get, yeah, good stuff. Well, it's worth it's worth buying. Yeah, it's definitely worth it, it's quality. Like, um, I'm I'm not gonna tell you the brand that I'm going to buy from because y'all yeah. are gonna buy them out, and then I won't <laughs> be able to buy my squat rack. So I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. I have um, Rogue, and <laughs> I approve of this message. So I, yeah, I've I've trained on a lot of Rogue equipment, and I've trained on other equipment as well. And Rogue is definitely up there in terms of the quality of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have my eye on a piece of equipment. I'm selling off some of the equipment that I had um, back home in Los Angeles to a couple of friends, and I'm not gouging people because I want people to actually keep training. Yeah. So I have like three grand worth of equipment I'm selling off to a buddy of mine, I believe, for like less than half of that. Like he's getting a power rack, barbell, like hundred, hundreds of pounds of, of weight, a bench, mat, like three mats. He's, Damn, he's, getting, he's getting like you're, a complete- You're hooking him up, man. Yeah, no, I Dang. mean, I, like he's, well in that case, like, I, my buddy Edgar, like he went through a very challenging time when, he, when I got him started in powerlifting mm -hmm. and he just ran with it. Yeah. He actually, it's a complicated story. Long story short, he ended up in jail because he got involved with a really shady woman. It's terrible. <laughs> um, and, uh, Sorry, I'm laughing, but. Long story short, he, uh, like, it was the most stressful few months leading up to his incarceration. Mm -hmm. It was about a year, probably less than a year. Um, but he came out and like he was hyper focused. I think just it definitely scared the life out of him. Um, and he came out and he's just been focused on training. And he's far, far superseded me mm -hmm. in terms of like his commitment and his skill and just developing as well, like that's like that's drive. You know, like we've all yeah. said like you know certain things in our life contribute to our drive mm -hmm. and our focus. Like you know for me like I had that nasty chip on my shoulder for years. Like you want to get out of a nasty place in your life. For him, he really wanted to get out of that oh, yeah. rough spot in his life, and that drove him, you know, that fueled him. And, that, and like, I always feel like these rough areas in your life, like, they've always blossomed into something better. Mm. And you know, Such a better perspective. It's yeah. such a good way to see it. Yeah. Rather than just, like, giving in to, oh, this is my life, and, like, defaulting to, well, like... If you listen to Andy... So, I always like to promote other people in their podcasts. Like, I really like the Real AF podcast and Andy Frisella um, Andy Frisella because his first form right? yeah yeah his first form um first form CEO he just he speaks his mind and like a lot of people don't like that but it's real like he basically what he said is like you, a lot to take you in. have to look at life differently the reason why people like him succeed is because they they may get frustrated with their position but they look for solutions and they look for a better outcome out mm -hmm. of it they don't say oh poor me or me as well yeah um they go out of it and like Granted, like that may happen, but you have to shift your paradigm and change your perspective and be like, oh, you know what, I can do this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, and why not? Yeah, you know that's like with with you living up to like eighty, a hundred years old. Like, it's kind of a lousy mentality to think that like, oh, these are the cards I've been dealt. I guess yeah. I'll just deal yeah, with just, it. Yeah, there's no, you can't. I mean, 
You can't be complacent, you can't settle, because your life can change literally within three seconds. You know what I can't stand? Yeah. I can't stand water cooler conversations. Yeah. Because it's that. Yeah. It's literally like, I have this thing that bugs me about work and I can't change it, but I'm gonna bitch about it every single time. Well, I what are you it. doing about it? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, and people are doing that on like a grand yeah. scale. It's like, why don't you fix it? Yeah. And that's really like part of, part of what I hope that we can impart onto whoever it is that's listening to this, watching this. Um, definitely, uh, definitely find some path where you can challenge yourself and prove to yourself that you're a lot stronger. Um, we're gonna, I think we should break for, take a little bit of a yep. break here for a second. Um, and we're going to go into a break and what I'm going to do is I'm gonna, we're going to show a video of uh, our uh, wonderful assistant and friend, uh, Heather. And she's doing a uh, deadlift, little deadlift tutorial with our awesome friend. powerlifting friend, Ray. Right. Um, from uh, Backbone Barbell in Orlando. Oh yeah. And uh, this was filmed not during COVID-19. <laughs> uh, yeah. At another time. Um, sure. But, but this, <laughs> but uh, this is definitely worth the watch. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you challenge yourself and this is the first time she'd ever done uh, a real like solid deadlift. I even pushed her a little bit that day, but uh, Ray definitely goes in. You may have been them. a little overzealous I on was, the first take. I am extremely <laughs> confident in people's abilities. Yes. And I want to, I always want to chat because you can, because yeah. really the lesson here is that you can always do more. And if you need to scale back from that, it's good, but, but definitely worth the watch. So check that out. We're going to make a point to feature more, more, uh, people in the community in the fitness and sports community. We can teach you some things yeah, as well exactly. as Mark's streamline program and anything else that we can teach you so that Which you we kind of been sidelined on cause yeah. pools are not available right now. So, but it'll be soon. But soon. Cause, cause the beach is available. Beach, beach is available. Beach is available. Dude, I'll, I'll do an open water tutorial. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, Let's do we have, it. do we have a, a, a helicopter thingy? What is it called? Drone. A drone. Yeah. We can get one. Yeah. Helicopter thingy. Yeah. You can definitely get one. Well, I, I said the right thing, right? Help us out. Yeah. Help us buy some books, get us some money for a drone. Yeah, a little drone. Help us get you more quality product. Little, little area view. Uh huh. I don't know if you'll be, I have to wear they a have white. have submarine I'd drones have to, now. I have to wear a cap because you won't be able to see me. That's true, like a bright yeah. yellow cap or something. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bright white cap. Yeah. It'd be like a little, little snow cone on top of water. But stay tuned. Yeah. We're going to cut into that commercial. Check it out. So going over the sumo deadlift. This is her first time doing a sumo deadlift. Literally today is her first day. So we're kind of fixing some of the beginner tweaks that might be there. And she's already improved a lot. You guys are getting like... The, like the, the very nice version. She's a very fast learner, so it should be fun to watch. When building tension in the sumo deadlift, when you squat down, you don't want to be a knee dominant movement, right? You want to push the hips back. You want back and hips, not just the legs. Like if you're just legs or if you're just back, you're weak. If your legs and back, you're strong. It's more musculature. It's a safer position for the spine. Everything's reinforced. The body works together. That's what you want to go for with a sumo deadlift. Don't try to start too upright. Don't make it a squat. It's not a squat. So that's the big thing we went on. Um, there's two main cues on the deadlift, especially the sumo position. Generally, people are weaker off of the floor. Um, let me show you real quick. Find a position where your shins are vertical on the floor. If your knees start caving in, that's not, you don't want to be there. So with our starting position, go ahead and get a starting position. Okay, so we've got a little bit more. You'll be able to see from the side that her shin is not tracking forward a whole lot or backwards a whole lot. It's pretty much vertical into the floor. So go ahead and just set up on the bar. You don't have to do a rep, just get tight on the bar. Good, so this is very, very linear. It's not exaggerated one way or the other. That's what you want to do for the setup. Perfect. So when you start off the floor, just kind of hold tension. You want to make sure that you're tight. Don't yank, don't build tension 
with the bar while trying to lift the bar. Build tension with the bar before you lift the bar. It's also, there's a common term, pulling the slack out of the bar. I don't know if I entirely agree on it, especially on a stiff bar. Different talk, different time. Regardless, you want your lats to stay tight. You want your air up here, and you want to push your abdominal wall out to brace. That's what's going to help to brace the spine and the, and the, and the back. And a big one is the T-spine. You see people fail deadlift here. That's T-spine and core weakness. So you want to brace that while loading on the bar, before you're lifting the bar. There's a difference between loading on the bar and lifting the bar. Two cues off the floor. You need patience with sumo. You're generally going to be a little weaker off the floor. You have a wider base. Takes a little more time to generate force. As you go up, don't pull straight up. If you pull straight up from where you start, you're going to be on your toes, you're going to be forward, your back can't lock out, and your hips are not being taken advantage of. So the second you break it off the floor, I think up and then pull back. Like someone has a string on your hip, and the second you, this bar gets to your knee, approaches your knee, someone yanks the string on your hip, and you shove your glutes into the bar. Okay? Maintain lat tightness. That's not an excuse to deadlift like this. Still maintain lat tightness and core tightness, but think mainly about the hips once you pass your knee. Then, if you're in a good position right there, odds of finishing the lift are a lot higher. So we're just gonna do like five singles and just we'll get some verbal correction if there needs to be. If there's not, then she's a freaking awesome deadlifter. So just five reps, one at a time. Just try to think about, make every rep feel the same, okay? Good. There we go. One thing you guys will be able to see from that profile, you'll be able to see how far back the hips are and the hips are not under the spine. You don't want shoulders and hips lined up. You want the hips out here and the shoulders right here. Okay, you, that's, that's a good trademark of using the back with the hips. We want both. Rep two. Good. There we go. Good, a little more air. Now cue speed through the middle. Never think speed off the floor with sumo. Almost never, almost never, unless you're like, who does that? Um, oh, what's the 220 guy? I can't remember his name right now. Dang it. He's the most explosive type 2B fiber lifter I've ever friggin' seen in my life. Unless you're that guy who deadlifts like 804 at 220, don't pull fast sumo off the floor, especially with a stiff bar. Build tension and then accelerate. So a big cue for the sumo after you break it off the floor, patience off the floor, and then accelerate to the top. Those are two really important cues for sumo if the position is already good. Those are the two main things you want to think. So we're going to try it again with cueing speed through the middle of the lift. Cool? Build tightness. Go. There we go. See, there's a snap at the top. There's a snap at the top. We got two more, okay? Kind of do them on your own. There we go. Good. One more. Doing awesome. Yeah, very good. Very good. Heck yeah. Good job. Thank you. So I'm going to point out some tendencies and a quick like weakness evaluation for anyone that's, uh, that's kind of watching the video. You see in the middle is the slowest range of motion. Uh, that's going to tell you your weakness. So if you're slow off the floor, generally it's, it's quads. Um, it could be glutes, but generally it's, uh, it's quads. Or if, the, or if the back can't handle the load and the rate of force development, the hips can generate. Those are your main weaknesses if you're slow off the floor. You're slow in the middle. Generally, you're looking at the core and, uh, and the ability of the glutes and hamstrings to fire. They might not be weak. There's a big debate in, like, in the physical therapy world of activated versus weak. Regardless, they need work. As a strength coach, that's what I can tell you. Um, and then at the tippy tippy top, if the lockout looks like this, you generally you have a grandpa booty, and uh, and you need more trap and core work. You need to maintain spinal stability throughout the middle of the lift, so you're not, so you're at an advantageous position at the top. Um, but if the hips can't pull through to the bar, then the upper body will compensate. Like if you're right here, and the hip and you know to lock the hips out, like this still is not a lockout. The shoulders not behind the hip joint. Red lights. Okay. So work. So a workout to fix 
The middle part of a deadlift would be like a pause to deadlift that's highly, highly specific. A banded deadlift, a demo deadlift, any of those would all help to target the weakness in the middle of any deadlift. You can do those sumo, you can do those wide grip, you can do those against bands, you can do them with chains, you can do them any way you like. But those are the main lifts I would suggest as a secondary main lift. Um, depending on what program you're following, you can go main lift and then all single joint, or you can do main lift, secondary main lift, tertiary main lift, and then a little bit of accessories. However you want to separate it, those are my top three for middle portion of the deadlift being slower, whether you're sumo or conventional. Cool? That's the deadlift. Okay. And we're back. Okay, cool. What are you drinking? Um, so I got to be a little bit of a hippie. That's just uh, carbonated water and uh, pomegranate. So nothing fancy. Oh. Yeah, I'm I can't even. I can't even cider. mess with alcohol right now. Uh, Is this alcohol? Um, um it's I just adult that's, apple juice. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. I like it's, apple juice. It's a, uh, it's it's blonde girl go go juice. Nice. That's what it is. I mean, it's not a white claw, so <laughs> I, I refuse. What is? I refuse. It's like a different category. I actually like Truly's better than White Claws. Mm. Mm. They have more flavor. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm going to go with Truly's because I'm all about like more flavor than... Yeah. The white Claws are for white people. <laughs> it's like the PBR of... Uh, Not even. It's like... Of hard seltzer. Which is... I kind of like can't, PBRs. I can't really say much because like I drank PBR in college. Yeah, I kind of like PBRs. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. So now that I'm a responsible adult. Yeah, because yeah, I remember getting way too messed up on PBRs. Yeah, it's easy to. And he wasn't doing it because he was a hipster either. That's because no. it was just cheap ass beer. Yeah, I was shotgunning it, um, bottling it, chugging it. Let's talk more about our uh, our sins in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You were more um, of a, I, you know, it always blows me away that like, for all, for those of you that went to college and had that experience, it blows me away that you were able, able to do that. Cause I have one, one night of drinking and it demolished, even when I was younger, I was like, I was useless for the rest of the week. No, dude. Like, well, you have to take into consideration like my metabolism too at That's the time. True. Cause I was a competitive swimmer. So like, I, Basically, I was a super, I was superhuman. Like, yeah. like much of the athletes there, but like we were superhuman. We could. Yeah. I had this actually conversation with um, one of my one of my friends, uh, Mark Hindi. He he was a thrower at FSU, and he's like, dude, I remember the parties you guys used to throw as swimmers, and like, we we can't. I can't even drink that much anymore. I'm like, I know. Like, I have. I literally had have two old fashions, and I'm done for the night. Yep. Like that's it. That's I it. Can't like I can, and I can't even drink beer anymore. That's just scary. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, because it makes it makes my stomach talk to me. I don't like oh. it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, you drive that car long enough, it's gonna start to break down. Yeah. On so you. like, now like, it's embarrassing because yeah. in college I could drink that, beer all day and that that really weird uh, bother me. But yeah, that's true. So that very weird anecdote is kind of a way of me touching on the fact that like, so. I want to. I also want to get this across because I guess you could kind of say this kind of will swirl around in social mm -hmm. media. Just because we're here talking with like big voices and we're talking about all the like insane things that we've done, like you're an extraordinary swimmer and all the lifting that we do and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And it's not to say that like we we don't have our like our our shortcomings or or like our our because you say weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, like, our vices. Yeah, our vices and weaknesses. But I mean, like for example, like you have to walk around with an EpiPen because like. 
tree nuts will fucking kill you. Yeah. By the way, Jamie, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you trying? What are you even trying to give this man a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? It was a mistake. <laughs> I just gotta get it out yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, my mom's tried to kill that, me more that than one time. That blows my so. mind. Well, I mean, my mom's already tried to kill me. More That's than true. Once, so. That's true. It's not shocking. Like, so, <laughs> so, just, so you always have to be conscious that like. It's good thing like I'm very like cautious and like I question everything. <laughs> I'm like, what's you were like, oh, thanks for the sandwich, babe. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just like, kind of like yeah. look at it and like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, really. This? So, so that. Yeah. Um, all that to say that like part of why we. I ask do, like if I ever go to a restaurant, I ask so many questions. You've been to restaurants. Yeah. Me, I ask yeah. so many questions, and it's. Yeah. I. I used to get embarrassed by it, but now it's like, it's part of my life. Like, no. So I'm yeah. like, hey, is anything you cook here gonna kill me? And like, I make a don't. Like, look, I have a serious like, allergy. Like, it's life-threatening Like, allergy. it's life-threatening. Like, I've already, I've been defibrillated twice. <laughs> just saying you died twice. Basically. I've seen the light. Yeah, I've, there is no light. That's about it. <laughs> well, it's just darkness. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, that's honest. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is maybe, honest. Yeah, maybe I'm going to purgatory. I don't know, but uh, it, little vacation. <laughs> it, it's you know it's serious. It's, it's been it's impacted my life several times. I mean I've had teammates drive me to the hospital and like didn't know if I was gonna make it out of the emergency room. So it's it's really scary stuff and yeah. So but yeah. it's part of my life and I accept it. Yeah. So no, all that to say that like you know this this you know the, the thing with social media is it can be really. Um, it could be really deceptive and like people seem to have these like perfect lives and we certainly don't like, no. um, like for example right now I'm dealing with like I'm realizing that I guess I have a histamine um, intolerance problem and like today I was excited because I got a package at Amazon that like has diamine oxidase which means it basically helps to break down histamine like I never would have expected to have to think about this stuff back in the day but mm -hmm. this is part of the whole process of not being completely helpless in the face of challenges that are bothering you. And you honestly, I'm figuring it out, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's something that's like, like and that, well, that's what blows my mind about this whole COVID <laughs> thing, is like, you're presented with an issue and you're just like, okay, okay. I accept these Roll things. over. Okay, yeah. this is the problem, I don't care. <laughs> like for me, it's like, it, it burns in my mind, just like, you don't want me to go outside, you won't let me work out, you won't let me, like, work. Like, mm -hmm. for people who have families and who need to make oh, a living. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, like, yeah. Well, I know, like, for a fact, my sister's, like, going crazy with her kids. Yeah. And she's, like, when she's a teacher and she has to teach her own kids, she's, like, no, can't do it. <laughs> it's, like, my, you know, yep. my brother-in-law, she's, like, pushing them out, it's, like, go play with them outside. Yep. Go yep. do something, so. I love that meme. Yeah. There's, like, there's, like, somebody that's, like, got a smug smile, it's, like, I bet all those people who are saying that you should have kids and start a family by 30 are probably regretting their decisions right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I would love to have kids, but I can wait now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm happy being Uncle Mark. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I get to return them. <laughs> and uh, I just, take them back yeah, at the end I of the day. Still, you know, I, I'm still fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. But <laughs> my, my point with all of this, like, weird little tangential conversation is that, like, we all have challenges that we face and we, we, work, we have to work towards finding solutions for them. Like I never, I don't want to like grease myself down with this stuff like three or four times a day and have to like go to bed not wanting to touch my sheets because I've got grease all over my arms. Yep. But all that to say that like just because it seems like people on social media look like they have these dazzling lives, that's not to say that they're not 
having to deal with certain things. But especially those people that inspire you, maybe take a second to consider that they're experiencing something where they have to push past that and still a glamour is doing what they're doing. Yeah. Um, like like um, what we're doing here, like we, had, we built this out. We're doing it because we're passionate about it and we, we're doing it because we like it. And there should be no excuse for you not to not be able to chase that stuff nowadays. Like I mentioned before, a lot of people made their millions during the Great Depression because they, I think it really makes you focus. Yeah. And you realize, especially when you're sitting here. I feel like if you. In your own. Well, yeah. If you get trapped inside your own mind, it's a, it's you a, can, yeah. it's a lot of loopholes and lateral tunnels that you don't want to go down to. That's why I feel like you need to get your thoughts out of your head mm -hmm. and like put them on paper. Yeah. And uh, especially like the dark ones. Cause I mean, I felt like for me that helped me so much just like, you know, this isn't my, gonna be my reality or I don't want this for myself. So I wrote it down on paper and I just forgot about it. Yeah. Closed it, never looked at it again. Yeah. And I'll probably read it, you know, 10 years from now and be like, go, oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I already knew that a lot of my teammates, already knew that. my family already knows Ooh, I'm, crazy. I'm crazy. So, um, yeah. being yeah. crazy though, like people are playing outside more. Yeah. I love, I love that. So right now it is May 1st. May 1st. And Florida is at Florida, almost full peak hotness. We're opening things up, or the state's opening up again. The and water temperature's 80 degrees. But yeah, being jealous, are, northerners. Yeah, things are <laughs> uh, rocking and rolling. Like people are like, they're beyond anticipating yeah. the reopening of the state. Um, and while the rest of the country kind of looks on this side of the, the west coast of the country looks on the east coast and, and thinks of them as like crazy. Well, I think everyone looks down on Florida like we're a bunch of idiots. But yeah, yeah. Well, when, when well, you got people eating bath salts, it's easy. <laughs> I mean, listen. So, my dad made me Google the population of New York versus the population of Florida. Yeah. And the population of Florida only has 500,000 less people than the state of New York, which oh, is wow. not, not a lot. Yeah. There's That's no crazy. reason that we're only at 35% bed capacity in hospitals down here yep. compared to oh, yeah. there are full of people in New York. There's, yeah. There should be no reason. So There's a are, lot we, of... are we really crazy? Damn, are we, are yeah. we really the craziest state or are we really like the, the, the state that doesn't give a shit? Now, to add to that, like when this whole thing came out, mind you, it was spring break. Where do most people go for spring break? Florida, thank Florida. you. Florida's known for tourism. So all you Northerners blaming Florida for spreading the coronavirus and not giving a shit about the coronavirus, it was your people doing it. This is true. That's true. Ran over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of um, inconsistencies there and a lot of fear-mongering, and it's just in... in we circle um, back around to this topic again. We do, because so. it's, it is affecting our lives right now. And, yeah. it, and it touches on a lot of very different aspects of what's going on in our lives. So I mean, that, that makes perfect sense and that's okay. Um, I, it's, it's okay. Like I know we reluctantly pushed against it at the very beginning there when it was starting up, but really it's I mean, just, it's part of our lives. Are we still not doing that? We're, we're just embracing it, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of- Here we kinda are. <laughs> Sitting inside in our garage, drinking ciders, cause the world's falling apart. <laughs> uh, it's not even strong. I wish, I wish I had a shotgun, just like a shotgun on the table, or really, like you that way you could look one. back on this video and be I like, didn't bring one. what were we doing back then? <laughs> wow, just bring like. Bring out the AR-15, slap yeah, it on just the table. Like really we're on full lockdown. <laughs> the world's going crazy. 
Well, we got dumbbells. I mean, we could That's throw true. one of those. That's deadly, right? Deadly at uh, what? Ten feet? That, I wouldn't throw it though. Like zombie apocalypse, I'd hold on to it and like smash heads. Yeah. Yeah, because if you throw, then you're like, you gotta go fetch it, and that, you know, you, you drink kinda, the horn. Other end, sharp. That's true. That's you, your uh, stabby, stabby. auxiliary weapon. Yeah. That's true. Your secondary. <laughs> and I can drink out of it. Primary is dumbbell. Multifunctional. <laughs> Just don't drink the blood. Yeah. Infections definitely no go for zombies. Blood my enemies. What else have we got on the docket for today? Um. You know, it's people playing outside, um, you know, CrossFit World, obviously it's a, like, I love CrossFit games and the CrossFit World. Um, I, I think they do, they do a really good job of keeping everyone healthy because everything's scalable. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that I love. And it really, like, I feel like this should replace gym class. Yeah. Because this is how you make better athletes. Yeah. Like, it's not, granted, it's not sports specific and there's movements for sports specific athletes which you know but if you're not an athlete you just want general fitness i think crossfit's the best way to go yeah um they just announced that they're canceling the age group championship so no teenage division no master divisions for crossfit at the crossfit games this year crossfit has officially become ageist yeah ageist. that's the headline yeah basically <laughs> um if we were cnn <laughs> wow that was mean <laughs> not really because it's true but um hashtag progressive news <laughs> <laughs> but it, it like it sucks because they're they're reducing the number of athletes little by little like soon yeah and it I so mean, far as far as i've heard there's only six teams that have qualified for the crossfit games yeah which is not a lot like no, granted it's gonna be it's gonna be a stiff competition but you got to give mayhem freedom some competition, like yeah. Rich's team is gonna fucking dominate again. Yeah, but which is like, I don't have a problem because you know Team USA is. Yeah, Team yeah, USA. Across, across. I'm always yeah. gonna back Team USA no matter what. And but, they're doing it back at the ranch, right? Yeah, they're doing it back yeah. at Romus, which sucks for the state of or for the city of Madison because I'm sure that brought in a lot of revenue. That's true for them, and they they were actually selected as the fittest city in America. So, like you know, kudos really? to them. And like, yeah, they they deserve that. Yeah. I guess people are fit there. I don't. I don't know. That's, that's I, I, want, I, I was actually looking for, before this whole COVID thing. I was saving up money to go to a trip in Madison to yeah. watch the CrossFit Games, but now since CrossFit's gone spectatorless, I'm just gonna have to watch it on TV. 2021. Like yeah. 2021. Madison. Back. That's in Madison. so weird that Madison's got that title because yeah. I just imagine cheese curds and like fried everything. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I would imagine too. Because I never been to Madison, but I've been to. I'm gonna say I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but I've been to Minnesota. Yeah. Like in the in the summertime. Sorry, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> it's your cousin. It's Minnesota. It's yeah, crazy. they're like the same. Yeah. Basically. You guys are gonna hate me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but it, like, it. I I went in the summer, so it was you know perfect temperature. I mean, it was like 77 degrees, and you, you sit outside. It was not scorching hot. Yeah. There's no humidity, so it was really nice. And, um, mm, I can imagine. Yeah, you know, it's just peaceful. So like going, yeah. lake? We were, oh, I had, it was nationals, USA nationals. So I was swimming at the uh, University of Minnesota and it was like downtown Minneapolis. So I got to sit outside in the patios and stuff, go to the noodle company or noodle house, I think. That's the restaurant. I don't know. I think it's noodle house. Really good restaurant. God, I really want noodles. Um, yeah, it was really good. They had, oh, damn. I had the Wisconsin mac and cheese. So all seven different types of cheeses from uh, Wisconsin. Wild. Very delicious. Definitely highly recommend. You had Wisconsin mac and cheese in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yes. 
America. <laughs> and, I, and I had backstrap for the first time, um, backstrap bacon, which is like totally different than regular bacon. What kind of animal? It's still a boar. A boar. Oh, it's a boar? Yeah. It's backstrap bacon? Backstrap, yeah. Really? Backstrap's like really thick. I hear like backstrap's really, really juicy. Like a lot of animals, yeah. Yeah. Well, backstrap, yeah. You, I think you can get it from venison too. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's from a boar and it's very juicy, like not crispy. Really? It's oh, yeah. so good, dude. Any of you hunters out there? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually... I really want to know what that's like. I actually want to try to eat more game meat. I do too. Because it's more yeah. natural. Yeah. So any uh, hunters want to hook us up with some game meat, some yeah. venison, some yeah. backstrap, yeah. some wild boar, yeah. uh, elk, or even like some of the organs, I'll eat it. I don't care. Yeah. I've, I've already known to eat weird stuff. I mean, I've had, I've had cow tongue. Uh, I've had easy. tripe. Cow brains. Um, I've had cow brains. Oh, I had sheep brains. Sheep brains. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, probably the same. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I always think like if you go to a like sort of side side thing, uh, like if I ever go to like a taco place and they have cow tongue, yeah, tripe and brains, I'm like this is a good spot. Yeah. It's gonna be a good. I've spot. had liver. Uh, liver's an easy one yeah. though. Everyone like hates on liver. I've had chicken hearts. That's. That's like yeah. yeah. That's a pretty common. Uh, but uh, yeah. Gazelle meat. Ooh wow! Where'd you get that? Or seen awesome teammates from different no countries. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you had a South American yeah, kid yeah. or yeah, like South, South African. African. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, multicultural. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I want to try <laughs> kangaroo one day. Darren? Darren? <laughs> Hook us Hook up. it up. <laughs> We're coming to you. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, dude. If I can go to, that'd be awesome if I could go, yeah. go to Australia yeah. in 2021. Try to go to Sydney. Um, who do we have there? Um, Sydney? I don't yeah. know. We'll who's, find who's somebody. Like who, who, who? Yeah, there's sports people there. Yeah. Fitness people. I'll talk to Ian Thorpe. I don't care. He's okay. like the ambassador for swimming in Australia. Gotcha. He'd be cool to talk to. There's a, there's that fit mom in, in, in Australia. Something DeSanzo. I forget. She was a guest with uh, Mark Bell once. She's not an e-thought, right? Kind of is, but not really. She's mm. actually strong. Like, okay. Um, That's cool. I, I can rock with that. Yeah. Like she actually power lifted for a yeah. minute. So she's strong. Maybe we should get Paula on, the, on this. Who? Paula. Oh, yeah. yeah. Paula, you want to be on this? Yeah. We should get on her, get her on here. Because she was like. I feel like she'd be nervous to talk. Probably, which is. Because English is not her first language. Yeah, but I think that's okay. Yeah. We understand her. We have plenty of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be all no, right. No, we have to get tequila. She only drinks tequila. Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. Apologize. Don't remember. Tequila. We'll remember. All right. Any preference on tequila? Um, by the way, that, that also goes though. out to any uh, potential guests in the future. If you have an alcohol preference, <laughs> you're more than welcome. To or if it. you just like coffee, like we normally have. And we'll put in some alcohol in yeah. it. I mean, Jack Daniels and coffee is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, but this is what I mean. Like, uh, if, like, I, like, it's so fun to do this and have these conversations. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you want to help us out and like, keep the show going, like, we're really playing around with the idea of doing like a Patreon too. So right now we're actually recording some behind the scenes. That'd be something we want to get out to yeah. you guys. Definitely want to get some t-shirts. That way we're not wearing our regular shirts yeah. we could, all the time. We could do like discounts so. on shirts for people who are on the Patreon too. That'd be another yeah. one. Or like we'll do exclusive designs for people that are um, on the Patreon. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, what did you say earlier? I am, ah man, I forgot what you said. That I said would be like really funny if it was like a it was like a picture of your face on a shirt and it's like oh I am the gift I am the gift <laughs> yeah that that's a little conceited I kind of <laughs> want to make that happen though kind of want to make that happen it's just like a joke like Jocko Willink has like that the the black all black one with like his mm -hmm. head yeah yeah 
It's just like oh, maybe it'll work. Magnon came I mean, in I, I feel like I'm more photogenic than uh than Jocko. Than Jocko. <laughs> so, although Jocko is way more badass than I can ever be. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. We're all badass in our own way. See what I did there? Yeah. I took the nice route for yeah. Everybody. There you go. You're so thoughtful. Equal opportunity person. Are you? All right. I, I always used to tell people, like, I don't hate any one person. I'm an equal opportunity discriminator. Yeah, there you go. Hate no. everybody. We got anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's all I had written down. Um, basically, like, just key points to, you know, look at. Just, like, just, just do you. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable going outside or returning to work or being outside in public with a mask or going shopping with a mask, like, just do you. Like, for me, like, I'm going to do me. Like. I, I try to avoid Publix and Walmart because it's basically mass hysteria there. Um, it gives me anxiety because everyone else is freaking out and they look at me like I have five heads, like something's wrong with me. <laughs> um, I'm doing all the things that are necessary to keep myself healthy. Um, you know, exercising, getting sun exposure, being socially interactive because it's good for my mental health as well, not just my physical health. Um, writing down my thoughts, journaling which I think is a perfect time to do. And then learning something new. Um, I, I told you I've been taking that nutrition class and mm -hmm. I'm almost done. I actually got 100 on my last quiz. I was very surprised, um, especially since it was only four questions. Yeah. So That's with Stanford. Stanford. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I actually feel smart right now. Yeah. You're, so my next class. Stanford educated man. <laughs> Not yet. I got like <laughs> two more quizzes left. Well, I mean, it, it, it actually touches on the fact that like here we are in the midst of this big, big global situation and it presents you, it really does present you with an opportunity to do something greater. And, and I saw this meme and it was like, if you aren't, basically it said, if you aren't like growing and becoming better during this, clearly it wasn't an issue, it wasn't an issue of time. It was just an issue of okay. will yeah, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that one too. And Which is true. And like people were like, Mark and I was like, you know, people was like, oh, that's not true. That's like. Yeah, I saw that. Like someone was like, it's not true. It was like, it is. Like it is. Like, it at, doesn't at, have to at a, To a certain point it is because. You have all this time to do it. And like, I, I realize people deal with stress completely different. True. But like I said, like, don't look at life as woe is me. Look for solutions. Like, yeah. if I can't do this. I can do this, this, and this, and that will make my life better. Yeah, because, I mean, who wants to be at the mercy of their circumstances or the people around them? Like, the, the fact of the matter is you got to remember that just because the government, for the most part, is has your best intentions in mind, I'm still weary of other people. Like, I don't want to relinquish all manner of control to other people. That's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I get it. Like, there were people that were saying, you know what, you're good enough. You don't have to start, you, like, someone was saying that, like, this whole hustle culture is such a bad thing, but why not? No, I, I feel like never be complacent because your mm -hmm. life can change every three minutes. Yeah. And I, I've said that to multiple people when I, Actually, one of my good, good friends, or one of my teammates' brother, Thomas Wynn, he asked, like, what would you tell your 27-year-old self for his birthday? And I was like, never be complacent. Like, your life can literally change within three facts, minutes. Facts. So uh, don't, don't feel like you ever made it. Like, always feel like you have to chase something. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's the way I see life. Like, you know, when you're retired and you've made it, like, find something new to do. I mean, yeah. Dude, my, my dad's going to be 69 this year, and he's still going to the gym, busting his ass. Mm -hmm. Like, granted, his reps are not what they used to be. <laughs> um, give him credit. He's an older man. Hey, give him, I still, still give him credit. Like, he's still, 
Still runs on the hard pavement. God bless his soul. Mm. Still bench presses. Bench presses quite a lot for an old man. Yeah. Well, it's like we used to yeah. talk about. There is just there is just a certain caliber of person um, that sort of embodies being more of like a um, what did I say? It was a sheepdog. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just sheeple. And then some people are... Sheeple, um, that's a good word. Yeah, some people are sheeple. And some people are the wolves, and they're the ones that prey on those sheeple. And then some people are watchdogs. And those are the people who are willing to, to actually take on adversities to harden themselves and are never either yeah, complacent. They're away from the pack. And like, yeah. they're, never, they, they, they're the trailblazers of life, yeah. basically. They're never either complacent or arrogant in their achievements so that they're always willing to grow and develop. And you should cultivate that because... Life is long, and it's short, and brutish, and intense. So put in the time. Life is also beautiful. Better. We forgot that. That is beautiful. Life is also beautiful. So you have every opportunity to take advantage of all of that. And I think that's um, that's uh, good for me. Yeah. That's good, for good me. wrap up. Where yeah. can we find us? It well, sounds so weird when I say it like yeah, that. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like, where can I find myself? Yeah, where can I find myself? <laughs> in my journal. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, again, like, uh, we're going we're gonna to do the book reviews for you guys. For sure. And I'll put that out there for you to be able to access. And so you can uh, kind of get a perspective, a similar perspective to what we've got. Just kind of see where we're coming from. Um, because we can only do so much to talk about this stuff. Yeah. So check out those book reviews. We'll, put, we'll be starting putting them out there and getting the website together. We'll try to get that out as soon as we possibly can. We still have our lives to, to tend to. Um, but you can find me as the person sitting in the chair and my primal being and the, uh, the entity that is behind the cameras and the lights and all the sound is going to be Echelon Media. Or if you want to specifically find that person, I can also link her somewhere down there. She does some pretty cool stuff. We'll probably bring her around here to this side of the camera sometime soon. <laughs> she's shaking her head. She's shaking but, her head, but. But uh, she, she knows a thing yeah. or two about a thing or two. Yep. She's a little badass on her own. And then. Um, you can find me on Instagram at MCOX91. Uh, don't follow me on Facebook. <laughs> I say it every time, but. That I want on a shirt too. Yeah, yeah don't follow, don't me, follow on me on Facebook. Because <laughs> I won't friend you. Yeah. I don't, I'm very untrusting. Unless I recognize the name, which I got a friend request the other day and I looked at it for like a good 30 minutes. I'm like, who is this person? Then I realized I went to high school with them. And I was like, ah, okay. All right, all right. So if you've previously known Mark in the past. Yeah, then I'll, you know, I'll question why you're following me at this time. <laughs> but then I'll it's sooner like, or later accept it. Yeah, he's probably trying to get you in his, uh, in his um, network marketing business. He's going to pitch you. Yeah, the triangle pyramid. Ah, yeah. oh, man. Anyways. I tell you to F off. Yeah. This has been Mark E. Mark. With Mark E. Mark with uh, Florida's Fist Podcast. Signing off. See you.